Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, so I give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, I want to talk to you guys about the chaotic craziness that's happening in the world today. And not just from me, not little old me from Texas, but from headlines around all over the world. And no better person to bring you these article headlines than from Ken Ham. And so guys, I want you just to take a couple minutes, maybe, I don't even know how long this clip is, maybe a minute or so, maybe a minute and a half. But this is Ken Ham. And if you haven't had a chance to check out his YouTube channel, tell you, you better get over there right now. But this is um, from his one of his latest um, uploads, and it's, uh, it was actually yesterday. We must do this now to combat our culture's godlessness. Folks, oh my goodness. He nailed it on the head. I'm telling you. So let's listen to this right now, this short clip um, from Ken Ham. And you're going to, I still cannot believe these headlines but folks this is what we live in this is the world that we live in and let this sink in and just man i'm telling you put your boots on folks here we go actually what's happening is the wells are being filled in by the philistines who would have thought that we would be talking about headlines like this in america children are being euthanized in belgium uh, Ted Speaker says pedophilia is a natural sexual orientation. Pastor loses job after church sign stating homosexuality is still a sin causes an uproar. University bans Christian group for refusing leadership to gay student. Case hits federal court. How this polyamorous couple make their marriage work. Trans athletes make great gains yet resentment still flares. Baby born to transgender man in landmark birth certificate case. Doctors warn dad they don't need parental consent to inject daughter 14 with male hormones. Target to install gender neutral bathrooms in all of its stores. Parents outraged after man who identifies as woman assaults 10 year old daughter in women's bathroom. Abortion activists, we should celebrate abortions like we celebrate babies with baby showers. Democrat Paddy Murray blocks Senate bill banning infanticide after failed abortions. Illinois billboard touts safe legal abortion in hit against Missouri's pro-life laws. And, and this one, to help gay son, 61-year-old woman gives birth to own grandchild. And in fact, here's the video that went with that. Creating Uma was truly a family affair. Matthew's mother would carry the baby. Elliot's sister donated the egg and they used Matthew's sperm. You, can, you just look at that and you say, what a messed up world. And in fact, look at our whole Western world. We see moral relativism permeating the culture. I mean, terms we weren't talking about in terms of common terms a few years ago, now it's sort of everyday language. I mean, think about all the issues that we see before us, abortion and euthanasia and pedophilia and homosexual behavior and gender and gender and restrooms and LGBTQ and polyamory and polygamy and infanticide and transgender. Who would have thought we'd be talking about those as everyday terms? Folks, I would have never thought those would be everyday terms. Never did I ever think when I was a child, when I was in my 20s, even my 30s, that these would be everyday 
language. Like they just use it like it's every day, like it's normal. But that's what they're trying to tell you. This is normal. It's not normal, folks. This is not normal. Okay, you know it. I know it. We all know it. Uh, but the world, it's the world's the beast system like Jesus said. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Anyway, you guys, um, like I said, if you haven't gone to Ken Ham's channel, dude, you better check it out. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. But folks, we got other things to talk about today. Some pretty uh, important developments have happened. I'm not sure you, uh, if you guys are aware of these new developments, but uh, we're going to talk about them. So Michael Snyder uh, from the Economic Collapse blog uh, posted this on the 15th of April. Folks, Woohoo! Global currency is here. IMF unveils a universal monetary unit or unicoin. And I did not say unicorn, folks. I said unicoin, folks. It's here. It's quick. It's happening a lot faster than you and I ever thought. And check this one out by Joe Hoft. You know, I like him at thegatewaypundit.com. Senators introduce a bill to create digital identity for all Americans. And he posted that on the 20th of April. Yes, folks, senators introduced Bill, let's say that again slowly, to create digital identity for all Americans. Ooh, you guys. Oh, it's here, folks. What else? This is a Harbinger's Daily by Brianna Clausen, and this is Cause for Concern. The FRC report highlights 300% increase in hostility towards churches in the first quarter of 2023. Hey, you guys. I told you this was coming. The Bible said this would come. It is here. How long will we as Christians... Um, be persecuted here on earth we don't know until christ comes to take us home but you know one thing the bible did tell us for sure is we will be persecuted trials and tribulations we will have those but the difference between the great tribulation is that's god that's god's wrath being poured out on an unbelieving world now uh, what we live in right now the tribulation that we see in the persecution that we endure is from satan and his demons because we live in a fallen world and he hates christians they hate us absolutely hate us so remember that but what's coming upon this world uh is is going to be the tribulation that's from god so we will not be here for that if you are a born again a christian if you do believe that jesus christ is your lord and savior if you've called out ask him to save you um you will not be here you will be taken in the rapture or you will die prior to um the rapture and then you'll be of course still be with the lord right to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord and so at any rate we will not be here for the tribulation of god's wrath being poured out upon the world which is revelation we're not gonna be here for that so anyway, I always want to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> and if you want to know more on that, um, let's see, I want to say I did uh, a few episodes on that specifically, but more importantly, go watch Jack Hibbs um, and his YouTube channel, and he explains it perfectly well. And another one is Billy Crone. Pastor Billy Crone does an excellent job of doing that as well. Lots of great pastors out there. So we have a lot of things to talk about today, guys. And I'm going to cut them a little bit short because I still sound terrible. I know I don't sound, ugh, I'm still getting over whatever it is that I've got. I'm telling you, 
it's not as rough as the last one that I had. Remember, I lost my voice. It was similar to that, and I started to lose my voice. So yesterday, I was kind of squawking like a bird, um, like a squawk box. But I kind of got more of it back today, but I did feel pretty bad yesterday. The day before, I felt really bad. And for me, being really bad is not being up moving around. Uh, I'm always constantly on the move. And so for me to lay on the couch, like I feel asleep, I kid you not. I got home and have dogs. I came home, I took a nap. Uh, on the couch have you ever done this take a nap and you wake up like an hour later like, oh my gosh it's at three o'clock the next day and i honestly thought that i had slept all night and all day till three nineteen the next day and i thought oh my gosh my dogs because you know and get along with little doggies and have dog customers and i thought oh my gosh they have been in their house this whole time and boy my heart was pounding and i thought oh my gosh and i thought oh my gosh i gotta calm down and then i realized it's three nineteen in the afternoon and everything is good in the world. <laughs> so anyway, I got to relax and I fell back asleep. I slept till probably like 7 o'clock that night. So I did sleep a lot on, uh, I believe that was Thursday. Uh, yesterday, I hung around the house a little bit. I didn't do a whole lot. I got a little rest then, took some vitamins and, you know, that kind of thing. And then today I got up, took our dogs, got my voice back. And uh, anyway, things are Things are a little better today, and I pray they keep getting better. If you guys have been praying for me, I so much appreciate that. Um, my little clients, I did, I were able to uh, find out a little bit about them. They're doing good as well, so praise God for that. I was more worried about them than anything, and uh, man, they are, tell you what, they're strong Christians, and so that helps a lot. So, guys, let's start with, let's start with cause for concern. FRC reports these highlights and 300% increases of hostility. So uh, this is about Brianna Clausen. A report from the Family Research Center, the FRC, released earlier this month is highlighting the sharp rise in acts of hostility against the church in the United States of America. Uh, the report documented a nearly 300% increase in acts of hostility in the first quarter. This is the first quarter, guys, of 2023, compared to the same time frame in 2022. As the trend continues, the report underscored that 2023 will have the highest number of incidents of the six years FRC has tracked. So the the acts of hostility contained in the report include vandalism, arson, gun-related incidents, bomb threats, and more. January of 23 was a particularly intense month for acts of hostility against churches. Um, Ariel Del Turco, FRC's assistant director of the Center for Religious Liberty, noted, Although the number of actions dropped in February and March, the first quarter of 23, over all saw an unusually high number of acts of hostility, with 69 such incidents being documented. Our research uh, indicates that numbers is uh, or that number is more than the entirety of 2018, in which we identified only 50 incidents, or 2020, in which we identified 54. The steep increase is a cause for concern, Deltoro stressed. In his previous report from December 22, FRC expounded on the serious nature of rising aggression towards Christian or Christianity in the United States. Americans appear increasingly comfortable lashing out against church buildings, pointing to a larger societal problem of marginalizing core Christian beliefs, including those that touch on hot-button political issues related to human dignity and sexuality, FRC cautioned. While many shrug at these acts of vandalisms and threats, the nonprofit research and educational organization explained that these acts of hostility uh, work to intimidate the church especially as they become more widespread. And it says, make no mistake, acts of hostility against churches are a matter of religious freedom. 
FRC described. Religious freedom is not maintained by good laws and policies alone. It also relies on cultural support. When church attendees feel targeted by members of their community or church buildings bear the brunt of outrage over political events, a more grievous assault is occurring on the ability to choose and live out one's faith safely, both at church and in the public square. This targeting of Christians was brought to the forefront late last month when 28-year-old Audrey Hale entered Covenant School in Nashville, opening fire on children and teachers, resulting in the deaths of six people. Unfortunately, instead of the response which typically arises from such an event, many on the left proceeded to mock the Christian school's prayer and refer to the shooter's death as a tragedy due to Hale identifying as transgender. As one activist proclaimed hate has consequences. FRC's report indicated that Nashville shooting is not an isolated incident, but rather a growing trend that deserves immediate attention. Author and pastor, or I'm sorry, author and pastor Mark Hitchcock recently delved into this topic discussing the growing hatred for Christians in America. Quote, what we're seeing today is an unleashing of satanic warfare against Christians because we stand in the way of Satan's agenda, unlike any others. Hitchcock argued the battle lines are being drawn and we're seeing a real clash of kingdoms, the clash of Satan's kingdom versus God's kingdom, a clash between darkness and light, a clash between the culture of death and life, a culture of disorder versus peace, a culture of dysphoria versus divine order we see a ramping up of this hatred against the people of god against believers in america really up to now uh what we've seen in the last few years it's mainly been what i call a kind of low-grade or soft persecution he says it's more of a mocking maligning and marginalizing of christians he explained but we're seeing that now being ramped up the rhetoric is rising and more and more christians are in the crosshairs we are moving to a more physical persecution against believers he said Hitchcock pointed to prophetic passages from Scripture which provide insight into why we are seeing this growing hatred of biblical truth. Hitchcock pointed to these and says, What we see here is an unparalleled coldness, callousness, and depravity. Hitchcock asserted, Jesus said one of the signs of the times of Matthew 24 would be that the hearts of many will grow cold. We see an evil coarsening of our culture that's taking place, and this is just an evil signpost on the road to Armageddon. All of this is going to culminate in the brutal, blasphemous regime of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is going to be the ultimate persecutor of Christians, he said. Satan hates believers and hates God, and he's going to do everything he can to stand against us, stand against righteousness, and try to bring his agenda into place. The more we stand in the way of that, the more he's going to unleash his attacks against us. But we need to remember that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's First John 4, 4. And we can stand strong in the Lord and in the power of his might in these times in which we find ourselves. Ephesians 6, 10. That's one way saying, put on the armor of God. Ooh, especially in today's culture, folks, we need it. We need to be strong in the Lord. We ourselves are not strong. I see those people going, I decree and declare it. Listen, folks, get in the word of God. Get in the word of God. Even when Michael, remember, and they were they were contending on where the body of Moses was. You know what he said. The Lord rebuke you, folks. Telling you get in the word of God. Get it. We need to stay strong in His might, which means Christ is our strength. So put on the armor of God every day, every day. Senators introduced a bill to create digital identity for all Americans. Guys, this is huge. Okay, look, guys. 
I eat things. <laughs> it's like words escape me today because I just can't believe this is happening. But okay, so within eight weeks, they're talking about there's another bill uh, that's being moved into place. And so I've been I've been watching a lot of um, YouTube uh, pastors talk about this, and this this is hitting home. So you guys, um, uh, Pastor J.D. Farag, you know I love him, Farag, not Farag, but Farag. <laughs> His latest prophecy update. Um, last Sunday, if you guys have not um, checked it out, you need to go to, um, you can go to www. Uh, uh, Pastor uh, J J D Farag F A R A G dot org. We can download the app. It's even better for your phone. But anyway, uh, you can go there. I'm going to show you. Um, I am on there right now, and we're going to go to um, uh, prophecy updates. And I'm going to go to the prophecy updates because he. So what he does as he gives us awesome, awesome information, right? But he also includes all the links to all of his research, which is phenomenally important, okay? So I'm going to go here, and I'm going to pull this up for you guys real quick. Um, resources, because resources, links, charts, and all this good stuff. So so this is what he's talking about. So he, this is where I learned about it, because I watched it yesterday. Then, of course, then I start going looking out everywhere else, and oh my gosh, it's everywhere, right? Everywhere. So I'm going to scroll down here. So Federal Reserve announces July launch for the FedNow service. Folks, this is huge. This is huge. Okay. And to go along with the FedNow service is, let me go back here. Let me go back. Hang with me, folks. <laughs> oh, I hit the wrong one. Oh, dad, burn it. Dad, burn it. Okay, so um, the other one that I want to talk to you guys about. How did I end up there? I'm telling you guys, I'm terrible. I'm terrible, you folks. With, with uh, here we go. Okay, so right above that. Okay, check this out. Check this out. Pfizer patent. Okay, methods and systems of prioritizing treatments, vaccination, testing, and or activities while protecting the privacy of individuals. Yes, folks. And, of course, there's more variants out there. There's the XBB and the ABC and the XYZ. Of course, that's all coming around. But you got to think about it. All is like he always says. Uh, the, the COVID wasn't invented. Yeah, the, the vaccine was already invented. They had to invent something else so that they could administer this vaccine. And that's why COVID-19 was invented. Folks, we know it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. These things were invented in the lab. And of course, there's stuff there producing more and more strains and variants and crap and sending them out. You know it. I know it. I'm just telling you um, that that's what their plan is. And so what else do we got? So we're going to go back and I want to click on this article, you guys, and I want to take a look at this. Okay. So the Federal Reserve announces July launch for the Fed Now service. You guys want to read this, you can go to federalreserve.gov, which is neither a reserve or federal, but yet that's what they're naming them after all this year's what they've called it folks this goes all the way back to march 15th of 2023 the service will debut with financial institutions and the u.s treasury um, on board chicago the federal reserve announced that the fed now service will start operating in july and provide details and provided details on preparations for the launch the first week of 
April, the Federal Reserve will begin the formal certification of participants for launch of the service. Early adopters will compete or complete a customer testing and certification program and for by feedback from the FedNow pilot program to prepare for sending live transactions through the system. Which brings me to another article from LifeSiteNews.com. A Federal Reserve announces July launch of Central Bank Digital Currency Infrastructure. Now, when you Google this and you try to do the uh, FedNow program and you try to um, put all this together with the DG uh, Digital Currency, blah, 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 or the CDBCs, all this stuff, right? It said, oh, no, no, no. The first thing that comes across is, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> More gaslighting for all you folks out there that use Google. No, no, this is not what that is. This has nothing to do with that. No, no. No spike, no spike, no spike. <laughs> no. So, but yes, it does. So, right here it says a financial expert has warned that Fed now lays out the foundation for a central bank digital currency by centralizing our particip all participating banks under the Federal Reserve. So, LifeSite News says the Federal Reserve on Wednesday announced a July launch of its Fed now service, which will enable all U.S. banks to offer instant payments 24-7, it will constitute the infrastructure of a central bank digital currency or CBDC by linking each bank node directly to the Federal Reserve, according to the financial experts. FedNow will enable all the banks, any bank in the United States, not just the big ones, to offer instantly available funds in real-time payments to their customers, uh, explained Fed Chair Jerome Powell before the House Financial Services Committee on the March 8th. So according to Fed Reserve press release, many early adopters plan on using the FedNow service in July upon its launch, including a diverse mix of financial institutions of all sizes, the largest processors, and the U.S. Treasury. However, FedNow program executive Ken Montgomery noted that growing the network of participating financial institutions will be key to greater availability of the FedNow service. Coin Telegraph pointed out that FedNow could stand in place of a central bank-issued digital currency. While Federal Reserve Vice Chair Lael Brainard uh, maintained during a House of Representative Committee on Financial Services hearing in May that a CBDC could take five years to launch due to needed security in design features, she added that FedNow will still serve many of the same functions as a CBDC, according to the Financial News Outlet. Financial advisor Joe Brown has warned that FedNow service or serves as a foundation or quote infrastructure for a CBDC, bringing the country only a step away from deployment of a central bank digital currency once the FedNow system is fully functional. Regarding FedNow, Brown explained in his video blog, quote, this infrastructure bypasses a lot of the need for the current banking infrastructure, which is the purpose of a central bank digital currency. Eventually, every single economic participant has a, an account directly with the Federal Reserve, the central bank, and then you don't need any of the centralized nodes of the financial system, the previously existing banks, Brown said. This transform the transforms the purpose of the entire banking system really into infrastructure for the CBDC, he continued, noting that it would centralize everything under one roof. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. I'm going to get a drink of water here. Mm. Always wonder what I sound as a tenor. <clears throat> Woo! Excuse me. <clears throat> 
So, and once that system is built, once all the kinks are worked out of the system, then they will have the foundation in place to build the Gen 2, the version 2 CBDC on top of it. The only thing that would be left to do would be to have everybody open an account directly with the Fed. Brown believes the foundational CBDC technology is being rolled out slowly and independently of a full CBDC so that it doesn't look like a power grab. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone would reject it. Everyone in their right minds would look at this thing and say, absolutely not, noted Brown, adding that the gradual implementation is also needed to test its component parts in baby steps and make sure CBDC doesn't fail flat on its face. But make no mistake, a central bank digital currency is coming and it looks like this new FedNow service is just the launch of the infrastructure for launching the full version of the CBDC later on, said Brown. Uh, critics have increasingly warned in recent years that CBDCs enable full-blown tyranny by allowing the government to restrict or even freeze a citizen's purchasing power, thereby coercing its constituents into submitting to its decrees. Folks, remember what I talked about earlier when this is all uh, being discussed, right? Oh, Heather, you like steak? I'm sorry. You have $100 in your account? Well, I'm sorry, Heather, but you're really earmarked. Uh, for $50 in meat for the month, and you've already used your $50 in meat, so you can't use that remaining $100 in your account on meat. You can buy, you know, a plant-based burger. You can buy some cricket burgers. How about a beetle burger? Uh, but you can't buy meat with that. So, um, this is the big thing with the CBDCs, folks. It's like cash money. Like here in the United States, we still like cash, cold, hard cash, Right. And uh, there's a reason they don't want you to have cold, hard cash, because they can't control cold, hard cash. They can't control that. They don't know where you're spending that on. Like, where did she, where did, where, where did that go? We're not in control. Oh, my gosh. Kind of sounds like some family members we have right now. Mm, where's that? Oh, my gosh. You have no control. Yeah. But it's all about control, folks. It's all about control. And how do you think the Antichrist is going to control the world? AI, artificial and technology. You talk about CBDCs. How do you think he's going to control? He doesn't know everything. He's not omnipotent, omnipresent, like our Heavenly Father, like God Almighty is, like the great I Am is. No. He has to rely on other things like demons and all these other things and artificial intelligence and all of this stuff, folks, that's going to help him control everything. So, all these things are coming together, and I hope you see that because I see it. I know you guys see it, and you listen to me. I know you guys see these things, but man, oh man, look how fast everything is coming. It's like so super fast, and so I, I, I love Pastor J.D. Farag. If you haven't listened to um, the latest one, please go and check that out because he did it excellent. He always has a great prophecy update, but I just watched Sundays, and it was very, very good. He also talks about uh, Fox News. J.P. Morgan CEO suggests government seize private property to quicken climate initiatives. That's coming too, folks. So there is a lot going on, you guys. And, um, uh, you know, <clears throat> I just wanted to jump on real quick and just give you guys uh, a few headlines. And um, with that, my voice is going. And so um, anyway, uh, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, thanks you guys so much for watching. And may God bless each and every one of you. And uh, keep looking up for the appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ.